Turn up podcast all up in your ear. Talking all that good, good you wanna hear. Stogies, bourbons, and everything in between. Griffin, you are not experts by any means, so sit back and light one up. Make sure you got something good in your cup. Happy spoken, now enjoy the program. Thank you for being part of the Cigar Club fam. What's up, Cigar Club family? Welcome back to another episode of the Cigar Club podcast. I'm Pew, and along with me, as always, is Griff Howie. Uh, thank you all so much for listening in every week and leaving your thoughts and feedback on each episode. Uh, we love reading them, especially Griff. He loves the uh, the super, super nice ones for him. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, thank you as well for tuning in. The Cigar Club podcast is where we talk about all things cigars with you, the Cigar Club family, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern. On today's episode, we're going to be smoking uh, the most unique cigar uh, that we've ever had, although we haven't smoked it yet, but we're about to. Griff, tell them what do we got in our hands? What are you drinking? How are you doing, brother? Top of the afternoon to you, Pew. It's a moist day today. It is. So by the end of this, I might be a little sticky. Uh, Drinking water and smoking the very unique Fratello Vice Versa that was supposed to be uh, out in brick and mortars and out in the world yep. months and months and months ago, and now it's just uh, getting available now. So it is finally um, here. So yeah, we talked to Omar about this cigar back at PCA last year, even and, before that. Oh, was it? Yeah, well, I had talked to Omar about this cigar. I want to say the end of 2021. Jesus, into like before he even really had a cigar to show. Uh, him and I were talking about it. He was telling me about the project that he was doing. I felt bad for him because I knew how crazy this cigar was going to be to uh, to get done. Um, and then we sat down with him at PCA and got the first iteration, the first blend, or the blend, rather, with the bands on and everything like that. Uh, originally, these were supposed to be late 2022 release. And then due to the difficulty of what this cigar is, I uh, got pushed back a little bit as he uh, made sure... The quality control for this cigar, which is uh, a nightmare, we'll get into that. But was uh, yeah. was good to go. This thing's like a mini dumbbell. He calls it a just, Churchill, and it is. It is. Uh, it's, it's got just, weight to uh, it. It's a it's big old boy. Weight. Yep, it's got a big old band. Now I will have to say I am confused on where to start. So the plan here, folks, I'm going to smoke the full-bodied side, and Pew's going to smoke the mild. But yep. hear me out. If I'm cutting the full side, I'm technically mm-hmm. then lighting the mild side, which then you're smoking the mild. I th- so if you want if you want the I mild, think- then you cut the full side. I'm already confused, and I'm not bullshitting. I think, here. from what I remember, I believe if I want to have a mild experience to start, I cut the full side and I light the mild side. And as the cigar progresses, it'll get more full-bodied. And if I want to have a full-bodied experience to start off with, I cut the mild side and light the full-bodied side. That is how I believe okay. it goes that down. Makes so sense. for you, but it yeah. is a little deceiving. A little, yeah, it's a little confusing. So what I would say is, I'm going to cut the full-bodied side and light okay, and the mild side, the mild and you'll side. cut the mild and start. With and we don't know if this is right or wrong. Correct. Okay. <laughs> so as I as we get into this, this is an Ecuadorian HVA wrapper, Indonesian binder um, with Nicaraguan and Pennsylvanian filler. 
Um, and the concept behind this cigar is to allow the user, the smoker, um, to determine or decide the experience they want to have with this cigar. Um, so you can start off mild with creamy uh, notes, or you can start off on the strong, the full-bodied side um, and get a little bit more spice up front. Uh, so the, yeah, let's let's get into it. Enough talking. Well, so I'm there is no the draw. Correct. It is a, and, and <laughs> you beat me to it. I asked Omar about this when we sat down at PCA because I was curious of how this would go. Um, if you needed to cut both sides, um, and he said, no, you should be able to light one of the things that he wanted it would be you only have to cut one side uh, and do. smoke it like a normal cigar. So I've got the full-bodied side cut. I get the cold draw of nothing. Nothing. <laughs> solid, solid stick. Uh, um, and I'm going to light this triple cap. And, and I'm going to uh, light this full-bodied. Let's see this how is this just goes. weird. This is very, very weird. I, I feel... I've, you know, you see those photos of, uh, that'll make like Instagram and stuff like that where someone will cut the wrong end of the cigar or light yeah. the wrong end of a cigar. I feel like I'm doing everything wrong that I know about cigars by lighting a cap. Well, so I imagine... Far, so far, a whole lot would, of nothing. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it would work better if you cut both ends, but I want to try it to see if uh, you okay. can get away with just well, lighting. I think I'm giving up on the whole light up the cap, so you go ahead and give it a whirl. Yeah, I'm I going I'm to. to um, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe thing. he said, maybe I misremember because this was a year ago when we, I asked that question. I mean, it's yeah. lightened. It's lightened. I think it's just going to take a, a few. We're, we're, we're sticking with the plan. Oh, good. I got my cutter all ashy. <laughs> All right, I think just based off the uh, the little bit that I'm getting here, I think I, I think we have it correct. Um, well, while we get lit up, uh, we've got um, the brand new Cigar Club Vault has launched. Uh, it is a collection of some of our previous customs releases. Right now, we've got 2021 customs up there. So if you weren't with us or maybe didn't get to experience um, 2021 customs, those blends are available for you now. As well as we've got some hidden limited edition, not hidden, we've got some gems in there, such as the limited edition Warped Upper Realm. Um, and then we're going to be adding cigars over the course of the year, some of our favorite limited editions that we've got a little bit more of. Um, those will go up for uh, sale on there. Griff's departed me as I'm reading through this. Griff, thanks for joining us. Um, but that's going to be a great way for you to experience some of those older releases that we, uh, we've got a couple extra of. And what... Uh, once they're gone, they're gone. We're not going to get any more of those, so don't miss that. And check back frequently for any new additions to those. Uh, but a little bit more details. This is a Churchill. It's a 7 by 52 uh, MSRP of $15. And uh, he only uh, created 2,000 boxes of 12 cigars, and we were fortunate enough uh, to get our hands on some of these for y'all. So you may see these. Uh, in your box, obviously, some of you don't like full-bodied cigars or maybe mild cigars, so you won't see this. Um, and then if we do have any extra of these, uh, look for those, throw those on the vault uh, so you can experience these cigars or look at your local brick-and-mortar, see if they've got them. Meanwhile, I've gone through two lighters to get this bitch going. <laughs> All right, so lighting the cap, good to go. So it didn't take much to get into uh, an open draw where I'm not, you know, sucking on a milkshake through a straw. That's what I'm doing currently. Mm. 
Okay. All right. We are lit up. Um, so while we smoke this cigar, uh, Griff and I are going to do uh, talk a little bit about our most, the most unique cigars um, uh, that we've uh, smoked in our short little period. I mean, it's what? I've been smoking cigars for about seven years. You probably five or six, I'd say. Look at that, Bic. You can never Sorry, go wrong. I'm, I'm still struggling here. Um, I don't know if this is going to hang with me or not. Um, what was the question? I'm sorry. No, I was just saying uh, we're going to talk about some unique cigars that we've smoked as well as some that we haven't smoked. We've got Ramsey in the back. He threw together uh, a list of some unique cigars, and we could probably talk about some of those unique cigars that uh, we've smoked along the way as well. So I'm lit up. Definitely, I, th I, think, I think I got it right. <laughs> I, I am getting more creamy notes off the front here. Uh, I'm curious to see, with you going from the full-bodied to the mild side, if you will, if that fullness will drown out the more mild tobacco um, as you go, go through it. I got to tell you, I'm not getting a whole lot of anything currently, which I hate to say, but it is what it is. Um, draw is iffy. Um, smoke output is not great. Mm. No issues and here. And it's flaming hot. So... I might give it a second to cool down. Well, let's, uh, while you do that, let's jump into the number one here. First one that Ramsey's got on our, on the screen and, and he'll be, uh, we're going to challenge him. We're going to have him throw these up on the podcast. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see which, what we're talking about here. Uh, but number one that he pulled up as far as unique cigar is the Fuente Fuente Opus X BBMF. Um, among the least encountered and sought after shape is the Fuente Fuente Opus X BBMF. Uh, it stands for Big Bad Motherfucker, uh, and uh, it has one of the longest-looking pigtails to it, Little Perfecto yeah. on the one end. Uh, it's essentially a Figurado on steroids. It's a 6.5 by 64, and this thing is crazy. Usually, you can only find it at the Casa Fuente Lounge in Las Vegas or the Ashton Cigar Bar in Philadelphia. Hmm. Uh, I imagine they... Probably pick up one of these in the uh, if you went and toured the Fuente facility in the Dominican Republic. They've got some crazy Vitolas. Badass uh, looking cigar. It is super, super it's cool. It's a piece of art. And uh, usually it says uh, they go for $150 to $200. I, I would never smoke that. That's Granted, steep. I would never pay for it, but if, yeah. if I would, you know, someone handed this to me, unless they're smoking it with me, sure. That cigar is too cool to show off uh, with just. I can't imagine how difficult. There's probably like one or two rollers that have the ability to put that uh, cap on. You wonder if it comes in like a um, a coffin or anything to protect that. Mm. It also kind of sucks that you have to cut that. Looks like a solid inch or three quarters of an inch uh, of the cigar off. But I mean, that's some talented rollers there, folks. That is insane. The, I love when people visit the Fuente uh, factory. They've got a section when you somewhere in the facility that's literally a um, a cabinet or a, a, a humidor oh, full of that. unique shapes and sizes. The football's there. Um, this one's probably there. Wow, gorgeous footband gorgeous. does not come in cellophane. That is a beautiful box. That is a oh no, there's cigar. one. There's one in a coffin. Yeah, Holy hell. dreams gonna make me throw up. He's moving on the web, <laughs> on the web page so much. It'd be great content. 
So yeah, that's a beautiful cigar. I, I would definitely smoke it. I don't. I mean, if I had two hundred bucks to blow and I wanted to blow it on that versus booze, I would consider it. Yeah, and, but you know, when Ooh, you're in Vegas, and smoking stuff that like with that, some purple it, top. Yeah, when you're in Vegas, that money's one. not a factor. No, even no, not at all. Should be. But. I'd rather buy this than spend two hundred dollars in a slot machine or a roulette. Oh, hundred percent, because that's going to be gone. You know, down the drain. Exactly. Five um, minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, considering it's at the Puente Lounge in Vegas, I don't gamble. So I would definitely put the two hundred bucks towards that for sure. Now, mm. how does it perform? And you know, what does it taste like? Is another story. I'd be does it taste like a normal a fucking whole opus. lot of nothing? But yeah. So um, when I was talking, I'm going officially back to lit here. Oh, just good. For the record. Are you? Can you notice any immediate upfront spice? Or are you still no. looking to? Yeah, there's no spice at all. No. Maybe I fuck. Maybe um, maybe maybe we did it backwards. I hope not, because that is if if us two idiots did it wrong, then well, we might be the only ones on earth that do it wrong. But mm. uh, well, I'm getting ton of smoke output. Um, I want to say I have it right, just because I am getting nice creamy notes. It to makes it. sense. It's not an I mean, upfront spice or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, to so, me, this is not full bodied whatsoever. I mean, granted, I'm only a half inch in, but um, yeah. no notice, no no noticeable spice or you know full bodiedness. When Omar first told me about this project, I've been I had to bite my tongue because it wasn't coming to fruition quite yet, and uh, just a little discussion that he had with me. I immediately went and asked him about how the hell is someone going to roll this cigar? Yeah. Because there are plenty of blenders out there who have, who I think immediately of Kyle, who has purpose when he makes a cigar, he is Mm -hmm. hands-on. It is not, Mm -hmm. give me this tobacco and roll it for me. He is there telling the roller where he wants the specific leaves in the cigar to give the experience that he's looking for. Um, And the same thing goes for this one. This isn't a cigar you can just say, hey, throw together for me. Yeah. You have to be hands-on through the entire rolling process, blending process, telling where you want the layer, you know, the specific tobacco to be in the cigar to be able to get that medium, you know, mild in the beginning, full at the end, or vice versa. Oh, look, look at that. At you. And so I know part of the reason why this cigar was delayed a bit was because of that quality control. Uh, you've got to basically sit down with each roller, show them what they need to do, where it needs to go, and then be involved or, or have oversight in that process so that they know when they hand this cigar off to the person putting on the cap, they need to know where, because the caps are different. You've got a, a double yeah. Connecticut cap on one end and a, a, you know, a normal looking cap on the other end. They need to know which, <laughs> which end to put which <laughs> cap on. Then... Not only is it there, but when you get this over to the people that put on the bands, no. they need to know which way the band faces. There are so many extra steps added in this. I know Omar maybe got a couple gray hairs that he took off. <laughs> but this project is not one for the faint of heart. I know he put in an enormous amount of time, effort, yep. energy to get this cigar just right. Yeah, uh, and it's really great to finally see this. What the hell is that, Ramsey? I'm just imagining um, just like initial discussions at the factory and talking to the rollers, and the, they're like, "What the mm-hmm. fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, yeah. Are you crazy? We don't and do as this. Far as, as far as I know, this is the first person 
or the first cigar to accomplish this feat. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard for, of it. For good reason, because this this was not an easy task. Um, and God bless him for it. Because, <laughs> um, and I, I, I yeah. think, I don't want to call this a novelty cigar. I, I think there are plenty of novelty cigars out there. I think this cigar is designed to be I don't want to say like an eye-opening experience, an experiment for the cigar smoker to really just see how much tobacco, not a lot of people will smoke a Connecticut followed by a Maduro, a Maduro followed by a Connecticut because it's a lot of cigar. You may not have time for that. And so most people can't really just sit down and dissect a cigar that way. And so you've got it in one unique package here uh, to really just see the difference in tobacco and kind of the flavors that you can get with different tobacco and, and that experience. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know. In my opinion, you got to, which I probably wouldn't do because these are rather large. But smoke a full on the full, oh, and then, or no, probably smoke a full on the mild side, which could take you like an hour and a half, or you know, maybe two yeah. hours. I don't know total cigar or uh, smoking time, and then flip it, smoke it again. It's like, oh god. I mean, because otherwise, <laughs> yeah, it's be like I, I, a, you know, four this hours. cigar. I'll, this cigar, I'll never experience the other half in a sense. Sure. I mean, I suppose it's going to go from full and it'll, you know, lighten up in theory, but I'll never experience the go from, from what you're doing from mild to more full bodied, which mm-hmm. is sometimes a, you know, a typical cigar in general. But, um, I you could, couldn't you probably could cut this bad boy in them. half. Yeah, I mean, you could. I, I, I think it would go against it, but you could turn this yeah. into two cigars since both ends are capped. Mm-hmm. That, could be, that could be fun. All right, so I talked about it while I was talking earlier. Ramsey pulled up. What the hell is this? this Fuente Fuente. I've never seen this one. Fuente Fuente Opus X Chili Pepper. I would it buy looks, this in a second. I, for over 70 bucks, I would 100% yeah. buy this stuff at $70. It has, for anyone that ass. isn't looking... One end looks like a normal perfecto, yep. and then it tapers off into what I can only describe as a jalapeno. Looks like an elf's shoe. That's a great way to describe it. Uh, it is predominantly Ollie Harrow, a oh, premium yeah. aged Dominican binder and filler tobaccos with a Dominican Rosado wrapper that is uh, found on the normal Opus X cigars. That is all me. It is a smoky profile. Uh, with flavors Good. of cedar, cinnamon, leather, red, and black peppers. I would I smoke could, that I would definitely day. smoke this. I mean, that, that's my profile all day long. I could see this cigar being a little bit too campfire-y, though. I don't care. Um, I don't, that's another one. I don't want to cut that cap off. No, because then it's just a normal Perfecto. Yeah, but it's all the hero. So at least it's a different oh, blend. That's a powerhouse, folks. <laughs> I mean... Whew. I would love to smoke that cigar. Where can you can you get them anywhere? I have never seen this one before. Um, it says that you can only find them for sale individually. So I imagine this is one they make a hundred cigars, <laughs> and and you know probably Casas Fuente and the op- or the Fuente factory probably has these. That is wild. I've never seen that one before. Yeah, that's badass. I mean, having that next to the uh, Big Ben motherfucker, whatever it's called, would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would be really cool. I imagine this one full meal before, during, and after, or else you're you're yeah. bombing. Are you uh, are you getting any distinguished notes on the mild side? 
Of the vice versa? Right now, this an, it reminds me of an upped Oro, Fuente, or, uh, hmm. Fratello Oro. It's creamy, uh, cedary. The, the reason why I say upped is Oro tends to just be like cream and cinnamon for me. This has a little bit more body to it than just the regular Oro. I will say, pretty damn good construction. Granted, mm. you know, I cut I was it. just holding that ash up there. So, yeah, I mean, I'd give that a solid construction score. For lighting a cap, which still felt incredibly wrong, I'm surprised that I didn't need to relight it after that initial. Once I could tell it was lit, I haven't had to touch it back up. Oh, boy. God, I can't, I, I can't imagine just teaching someone how to roll this cigar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you got to use Lajero on the full side and then almost like mm-hmm. stop but not stop because it could just... Yeah, because you don't want this... Yeah, you got to like overlap them out, a little bit. Right. Kind of like fading in a song for like a DJ. Yeah. You know, you can't just hard switch a song. You got to kind of fade It would be cool to cut out. this open, although it would probably yeah. look the same, but... Um, yeah. Or at least watch them roll it, but... Yeah. Um, Number three on the list is the LFD Double Leggero Chisel. I have Leggero. smoked this cigar. You've smoked it? Yeah. Uh, oh. I've smoked this one and the LFD Caputo, I believe is what it's called, or Chapter 2. Um, Interesting. I actually really enjoy the chisel tip cap or, or style of cigar. So it's interesting so anyway, then my, then my thought after this. So uh, chisel-like shaped, after chewing on a traditional torpedo-shaped uh, cigar during a long drive in the DR, Gomez noticed the cigar developed a flattened profile at the head by the time he reached his destination. It was an effect to rather liked, and thusly he put his rollers to work copying it. Full-bodied, peppery, and potent. Classic chisel size. Didn't know there was a classic chisel size. Six by 54 for 10 bucks. Can't beat the can't beat the uh, price, but this chisel tip head that we're speaking about is literally what you and I spoke about yesterday. With the um, well, actually, maybe mistaken. When we smoked the Neanderthal Romacraft Neanderthal, yes, it's yes. a flat head. Is that different than a chisel tip? Yeah. So the flat head that we smoked on the Neanderthal is a traditional rounded cap, I, but yeah, just flat. Okay. Um, whereas this one comes to a, not a pyramid because it's not a tight point, but it, it tapers towards the end, and then it's that flat cap. Um, and the idea behind this one, and it, it actually worked for me. You can just pinch it off, like you would you could normally do, you know, with a regular cigar. But actually, this one I find to be a little bit easier uh, to get that cap off. Which you're going to say most people don't have issues. You don't have an issue pinching the cap off, but um, it it it's almost like a a designed V cut where the V cut kind of channels the smoke uh, versus just having that full open cap. The chisel tip does that in with you just being able to pinch it off. Yeah. To me, those are harder to pinch off than just a normal triple cap. I mean, for like a chisel, I would feel like you mm-hmm. want, want to like use a punch or something. Um, which I really, I, I mean, could. I'm not, we've talked about this before and I'm not the biggest fan of, like a perfecto or a yeah. pyramid Me just because I tend to have issues with the draw and I need to cut it further down the cap than I normally would towards yeah. the shoulder or into the shoulder. Um, but the few that I've smoked, I'm not the biggest fan of the double E hero just because it's a little bit more 
of a full-bodied cigar than I prefer. But the Chapter 2 that I smoked, <coughs> um, I really enjoyed the draw that I got from it. Yeah. A <laughs> um, little update here. Pretty much the same profile. I don't really have anything on my stomach because I wanted to gauge how full-bodied this is. So that's kind of my uh, rule of thumb is eat, you know, don't eat anything on a full body. I mean, that's, I kind of enjoy it, which is weird and psycho. Seeing if it gets you or not. Yeah. Free buzz. And there's not, uh, at least to me, there's, there's nothing. There's not a whole lot of strength. If any, to me, Um, I'm actually impressed. Um, how quick this is burning. mm -hmm. I'm already, uh, an inch in, in what? 20, 20 minutes. Smoke output's a lot better. Yeah. Uh, draw is, is, is great. And, um, yeah, I was really hoping for like some spice and some cinnamon and just dark heat, if that makes yeah. sense. Sure. Um, but so far I have not gotten any of that. Yeah. And on this one and granted we're <clears throat> just into it. I don't think I would pair this with anything. Sparkling mm. water, regular water. <sighs> I, I don't. Sure, you could probably do like a low-proof bourbon, but I, I think for this cigar particularly, I think if you paired it with anything that had flavor, I guess, it yeah. would kind of take away from what the experiment or the idea behind this cigar is. So yeah. if you do smoke this cigar or when you smoke this cigar, if you pair it with anything, let us know in the comments below. I'd really like to know uh, if yeah. you found anything that went well with this while still being able to enjoy um, kind of the thought process behind this cigar. I would, I mean... I don't know. I think I'm kind of converting more towards you on if it's a first cigar that I've never smoked, not to pair it with anything, because mm-hmm. there is to a to an extent, um, y- you miss some things in a cigar. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I think if I was drinking a bourbon, you know, hundred proof, hundred and ten proof bourbon with this, I, my answer could be different. Of yeah, this is more full bodied than I was expecting. Although I'm trying to do an even keel analysis here. Yeah. Uh, and you know, nothing on my stomach can see if it is up there in the strength, but so far not yet. Just got the first, uh, about a, like I said, about a quarter inch in and starting to get more cinnamon. Uh, so it went just from like cream to now a little bit more creamy cinnamon. Uh, so they're starting to be some noticeable flavor transitions, at least from, from my end of things. This is an interesting looking one. The Ashton VSG Enchantment. An advanced rolling ability is required to ensure the cigar burns perfect, I almost said perfecto, perfectly, and delivers a flawless draw. The Figurado's bulbous? Mm, That's it. It's bulbous. That's, That's a word. But short dimensions measure... In at four and three seven five inches with a sixty ring gauge at the cigar's thickest point. Note of cedar, raisins, leather, and black pepper feature pr- uh, prominently for just over thirteen dollars. Add an enchantment to your list of must-have smokes. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, it looks like a normal perfecto with a little bit larger. Yeah. On one end, I, Out of I all enjoy. Of them, I mean, it's only thirteen bucks too, but. I wouldn't seek this out. Granted, it could be a phenomenal cigar. Uh, the regular Virginia Sungrown is great. Um, I, I just don't see... I mean, maybe if you like Perfectos or short stories, 
this would be up your alley. But I don't see the point in having it grow larger on one end. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe it drastically changes the profile or the, the smoking experience of the cigar, but I think I'd rather just have like a normal Perfecto. Um, now there is, and with all of these cigars, I think most of it is, I'd be drawn to the craftsmanship yeah. of it, knowing how difficult these cigars are to roll and blend would probably add to the enjoyment of the cigar. But at 13 bucks, you know, I'd smoke it. I'm not really going to be the, the Fuentes are a little bit more extravagant. The chisel yeah. tip a little bit more extravagant, but I always stress out about lighting these things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anytime Maybe. I have that very small yeah. tapered end that I'm lighting for the perfecto, I, it's usually, I light it. I get like a puff out of it. There's no yep. smoke and yep. I'm basically lighting it until I get to the actual cigar yeah. before I get any, draw or flavor from the cigar. It really stresses me out. I mean, the new foundation I smoked is, is uh, I mean, it opened up beautifully and it was flawless, but I don't know. It seems 50-50 if this thing's going to, out of the gate, perform correctly and you won't yeah. have any lighting problems or construction problems. When that happens, it's amazing. But I'm always like, oh, damn, this thing's probably not going to get lit up. What did I smoke the other day that was a... Uh... You smoked that Davidoff weird thing. Yes, that's what the it was. Yeah, I smoked the the Davidoff Traveler 2022 limited edition, which was a Perfecto. Yeah, and just not like like I said, I had to light it. I wasn't getting any draw. Yeah. It wasn't really burning. You know, the the idea is, you know, it it starts to light the cigar and it burns in normally afterwards. But it it just it never does for me. And I don't know if I'm doing it wrong or if that's just kind of the the nature of the beast. But it, they give me more headache than they worth. Than they're worth. Some of them are great. I enjoy the short story. You know, once it gets into it, it's great. Uh, but that first initial quarter inch just is a headache for me. I like and long I don't stories. really need a headache. What's that? I like long stories. I couldn't think of anything <laughs> top of my head. There's no joke for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oh, flying pig. One. Have you had uh, any? No. Of the of, oh, really? No. That thing just looks like a beast. It's a little Vienna sausage. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> a, little, a little tube steak. Got a, uh, the Liga Pravada flying pig. Wow. They've got, I think most of the Liga lines have a flying pig. Um, you've got the T52. You've got the uh, 9 Sun Grown, uh, which is what we're looking at here. But essentially, it's just a chunky Four by 60, they call it the flying pig because it's got a beautiful pigtail on the top of it. Um, I haven't smoked the Sun Grown, which is what we're looking at here, but I've had the T52 and the 9 in the flying pig format, and they're pretty good. I, I don't mind them. They're a nice little uh, short smoke. Uh, this one, around 12 to $14. I think the T52 is maybe a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but it's, a, it's super enjoyable. I, I, I actually really enjoy this format. Um, they're a little chunky at that 60 ring gauge, yeah, but being the, the short four inches um, or, you know, average four inches, depending on who you're asking, um, you know, really lends itself to <laughs> a great smoke. That's still probably like a solid hour cigar as well. Yeah. Size can be deceiving, folks. And uh, I don't know what he's got in store for us, but these are very reminiscent of the foundation David and Goliath. Yeah. Um, those are up there for me in the flying pig format. And, uh, you really get the punch just right away throughout the entire cigar. And I, 
actually, out of all of these, probably my favorite size of the ones um, that we looked at here. So far, strength-wise, still the same, which which uh, I'm trying to say is not really there for me. Is it? I would put this right now. I think I'm at a solid medium. Yeah, um, I would say this is a solid medium, nothing more. And I think, I don't know. I don't think, well, I get, you disagree with me on this one. I think you probably want it to be in your face, well, quadly hero. No, I, I, I don't want it to like, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, with strength, and this could just be a creeper. I mean, in 10 minutes, 20 minutes, I could be like, oh, holy shit. But um, it's just very flat. It could start creeping as we get towards the middle. I don't know. But with spice, I like, or with strength, I like spice, right? Mm -hmm. Peppery and, um, you know, dark meat. Yeah. Salty. This, um, I'd be curious what to see what the mild side tastes like to compare it, but um, which I could just chop it in half. But I was thinking, then I was I thinking about maybe up. doing that. I don't know, but yeah. I mean, starting from the mild side, I'm 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 getting noticeable transitions. That creaminess is now backed away, and it's starting to be leathery, cedary, with a little bit of cinnamon. So I I can from where I'm sitting. Now, granted, this is my second cigar of the day. I am starting to get some some nice transition into something different here, um, and for that, yeah, success. I mean that that is is I can't think of the word cool for a lack of a really shitty word. Gnarly. Um, I would I would yeah gnarly. There we go. Let's bring it back. I am a little disappointed in that the last several podcast episodes since your first whatever you're calling your segment. We got called out for being a bunch of garage boys. Yeah. I was really hoping that I could find my ass outside today having a cigar to prove whoever wrong. Nope, still in the garage. Keyboard clowns with Griff Howie. And I will have to say, I will have to say, I might have to just start being more controversial. Um, You know, when we don't have a segment, that means there there are no negative comments, which I suppose is exciting. But I mean, Maybe people just don't like being called out. I don't know. I also, I mean, most of our podcasts are not contra. I mean, they're just no. opinions, and yeah, we'll always, you know, always have the guy that takes, uh, um, just gets upset. Takes it too by serious. It. Yeah. yeah, and so if that's the case, then we'll have a keyboard clowns session. But um, no, there's not one today either because, and I go back and look every once in a while, but. There's so many of these damn things. I can't do that every time. But no. um, yeah, maybe just start throwing shade in the comments and then we can have more segments. <laughs> uh, let me, let me uh, <clears throat> clarify that. Throw shade at Griff, not yeah. me. He, uh, he loves it. It's his segment. So all hate can be directed towards Griff. Yeah. He, I won't uh, lose any sleep. But yeah, no segment today on today's show. Wow. Um, Although I'm, it might be too early to jump into this, but how funny is this? So uh, the question of the show is from Jake's Vegan Kitchen, which, how crazy is this? I went to high school with this guy. No shit. Yeah. He reached out to me on Instagram the other day. He's like, uh, short and sweet, 
I was scrolling on TikTok one day and I saw you. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. That's How weird. crazy is that? So we were we were talking and he's like, Yeah, I'm trying to thinking about getting in his scars and he's like, I've started watching your podcasts and I'm like, Oh shit, well let me just send you a box of stuff and you can start smoking through to see what you like and kind of what you don't like and we can go from there. So he's trying to learn clearly by asking best hunter in cigars. But um I was like, Wow, that is crazy when this That's too funny reaches and he's out in long beach california uh Ooh. so jake appreciate you brother happy uh, to have you watching the podcast yeah welcome. and excited to put together a box for you well yeah yeah let's just get into the question at the end of the show by any means but best honduran cigars when i think of honduran cigars i immediately go to alec bradley yeah i i think and for me it would be kintsugi Hands down, yeah, my favorite. I was talking to Bradley this morning about, I don't know how we talked about Kintsugi specifically, but I'm like, I don't think I've had a Kintsugi since you guys released it. Um, I'm like, there's no rhyme or reason. I just, it's hard to keep up with all this shit. It is. It and is. Um, obviously you gave me shit for that, but um, we were talking about it and I need to go back and smoke it because I just, I have zero developed thought on it just because it's been yeah. too long. Um, you know, Honduran puros or Honduran cigars are harder to find. It seems mm -hmm. it's yeah, kind of in the smaller percentage, in my yeah. opinion, of of cigars out there. Um, I continue until I smoke a better one. Continue to say the Placencia One Forty Nine is my yeah. favorite, um, because it's exactly my profile. Kintsugi, from what I recall, is not necessarily it's me up my alley. Yeah, uh, One Forty Nine will slap you around. It'll pepper mill your mouth really a little bit. Um, it heats up. It's got some strength. It's got everything that I like in a cigar. It's dark and oily. So that's that's me. And um, I'd love to find something that I really enjoyed better. But right now, it's I haven't had anything under Impero wise that is better than that. Yeah, that was the uh, I was <laughs> I was nervous to smoke that cigar. We were down in Mobile. Yeah. You had smoked it, and it was on my list to smoke, and you know we were at the local lounge there, and you're like, dude, you got to try it. That cigar blew me away. Yeah. I mean, it was creamy. It was spicy. It was full-bodied, but not yeah. you know full strength. Um, another really good one on the topic of Honduran cigars, coming out of Fratello, Bouncing Act 3. Um, that is a Honduran Puro uh, that we made with Omar, Honduran Habano wrapper, Honduran binder and filler. Uh, that's a really good one. We still have some. I'm checking here. Yeah, we still have some on our site. Uh, that was a really good Honduran Puro and the first Honduran Puro that Omar had ever done. So it was really cool to work with him on that one uh, through the Balancing Act series. Uh, for me, though, Honduran Tobacco, uh, Jake Vegan Kitchen, uh, is some of the most aromatic and yeah. uh, we talk about room notes. I think it puts off some of the best room notes um, out of any of the tobacco, Dominican, Nicaraguan, African, wherever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, it's, it's to me, you know, when I first started smoking cigars, I had this stigma. I only want to smoke Nicaraguan cigars. Yep. DR cigars just don't do it for me. They, they're just chalky and they leave this coat on your mouth, blah, blah, blah. And, um, Honestly, I, I I would have to go back and look at the past several cigars. I don't know what the ratio is from you know country to country per se. Mm -hmm. and I'd be curious to know because 
hell, it could be flipped at this point. I mean, I smoke I a lot of stuff from the DR for sure. Um, Honduras, maybe even more than Nicaragua. I don't know. But it's kind of like the whole the tide thing. has shifted on, you know, Nicaragua, Honduras to DR. Now it's DR, yeah. maybe Honduras, then last but not least Nicaragua. I don't, I don't know. But it's yeah, I mean, I, I was same journey with you. Found what I loved in Nicaraguan tobacco, and and really, you know, through the journaling of what I liked or to learn what I liked and what I didn't like, you know, everything that I was smoking was Nicaraguan or that I liked, and the Dominican ones were just it, they didn't do it for me. Yeah, and then over the years, especially with us working with Ostos out of um, La Isla, I, I find myself, I mean, predominantly smoking Nicaragua or uh, Dominican cigars now. Yeah. It, especially as more people start to work with Ostos, um, we're constantly smoking through blends for projects. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say Dominican's taken over is like my new favorite region. I, I still think my favorite cigars come out of Nicaragua. Yeah, but I'm, I'm with you on that. The Dominican Republic is certainly starting to uh, inch closer to being top dog for me. Yeah, I'm with you on that. For sure. Any, so, update. Uh, any update on this? Oh, you took the band off. I took the band off. I was at the... I could have scooted it up, but I didn't, I didn't feel like it. Um, I would say just under the half inch mark, it's no longer creamy. Any of that cream that I had initially is gone, so I can safely say that we did do it correctly, or my palate shot and I'm an idiot. Um, so if I'm wrong, whoops. But coming into the halfway mark here, no longer creamy. It's now what I would expect out of just like a solid medium cigar. No strength, which I'm no. I'm happy for. Um, perfect construction. I I still just hark back as I smoke this cigar, and think about the the sweat and stress that the production of this cigar made. I mean, yeah. it's oh. enjoyable for, if nothing else, for knowing the appreciativeness of the difficulty of this blend. Yeah. I don't wish to partake in any of those conversations of how complex mm -hmm. this would be. Because he went, he had to work with, if, if memory serves, he approached several different factories with this project. Yep. And he went through a lot of no's before he found yep. someone that was willing to take on this project. Because... You you have to think if you're in a large factory, they are rolling cigars all day long and yeah. constantly outputting 500 cigars, whatever it may be per roller. When you give a cigar like this to a, a group of rollers, their production is now slowed down. Oh yeah, and these rollers get paid by cigars. So how many cigars they make every day is what they get paid for. Yeah. So if you have a cigar that uh, you know, a pair of rollers that can produce a thousand cigars a day or 500 and they're now capped at a hundred cigars today because it takes longer. You're cutting into, you know, how much money they're making that day. So there was a lot, a lot that went involved yeah. into finding the factory and then finding a group of rollers who were experienced enough. Um, I don't know, you know, whatever went into as far as how many they were making a day, but you certainly weren't be able to produce this at the volume you normally could. Yeah. Yeah. Talented rollers, for sure. Mm -hmm. Talented rollers, for sure. Any other uh, that didn't make the list? Is there anything that comes to your mind? I, I know you don't normally smoke unique Vitolas. Um, I'm, granted, there's not too many out there, but is there any cigar that comes to mind that you've smoked that yeah. would fall under a unique category? 
the, I mean, the one that just came to my mind, it's unique in a flavor perspective, not a Vitola, is Warps Chinchale. I don't think I've had a cigar with that much floral note to yes. it. Yeah. Ever. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's like smoking a damn bouquet of flowers. Mm-hmm. Once you light it up and get into it, it's like, if you don't think of floral, then you're not smoking Chinchale. Yeah. And I made, I would like to make a correction. A previous podcast episode, I said Companion was the first cigar that Kyle from Warped rolled at La Isla. I was wrong in that. It was actually yeah. Chinchale. And I forget about, I, I always I, think of Warped and their portfolio, and I, I forget those two specifically. I, I um, for whatever reason, I think reason, of Colmena I, and GRD and Corto, mm-hmm. and, but Chinchale, and that's been another cigar like Kintsugi, I've not smoked it, and Companion. Same. Both. Um, it's been a long time, but Chinchale, that floral note is amazing. I remember when we first got those in, uh, I smoked it and I was like, what the hell? So unique. Like, not only is it unique for warped profile, but it was also unique for what we had smoked at the time out of La Isla. Yeah. It was unlike anything that I've smoked. And I I would actually say anything unlike I've smoked since. Like, I haven't had anything that is that florally in a no. cigar only one that comes to mind that would be my uh most unique cigar probably on the vitola piece eh, nothing really there that is coming to my mind in terms of you know chili peppers and yeah yeah chisels and all that i um, have i haven't smoked it i have an lfd football oh, um yeah. that they do for the super bowl so each year yeah. LFD puts together a uh, a football cigar. It's you know it looks like a normal cigar. It's not a big thick one like you've got from like Fuente or anything like that. Um, but on the 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 wrapper, it has like a Connecticut, and then they'll have lines mm-hmm. like the lace of a football. And they make those each year, and they only sell them in the host city that the Super Bowl or the oh, host really? state that the Super Bowl is being held in each year. So I have one, I think twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. I didn't know um, should have grabbed it, should have smoked it, but we got the vice versa here. Um, super cool. I, I honestly, I don't know. It's crazy to me to think that you've got a second, you know, wrapper and then a third wrapper with the laces. Yeah. Um, cool piece. Uh, you know, crazy. It's another piece of art. I mean, exactly. And they've got some beautiful LFD specifically has some beautiful, unique yeah. Vitolas and, and wrappers and tertiary rappers and, yeah. and all that jazz. Yeah, they really do. I've seen them. I've never um, never purchased or smoked one. So I I should I should smoke it one podcast just for the novelty yeah. of it, but that'd be fun. Maybe um, the most well, I want to know cigar. Let's do uh, always got to do a giveaway. And um, I want to know in the comments below what is either from the ones that we've talked about here or maybe one that you've smoked, what is your dream unique cigar or your favorite unique cigar that you've smoked? Um, let us know in the comments below and we'll pick a winner and we'll send out a three pack um, of the vice versa once we get these bad boys in in a few weeks. I also will tell you, I've been using my handy dandy as I let mm. this fall on my finger and burn myself. Uh, my little kickstand. Little cigar rest? Thoughts. Yeah. I know I like you just give me shit I for mean, it. I for certain cigars like this beast, you know, it makes sense. Um, 
It also depends what I'm doing. Sometimes I'll never put down the cigar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I'm out here in the computer or whatever, I obviously have to. But yeah, it's 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 nifty. I have used it a couple of times and will continue to do so. Um, I'm just particular. Like I don't like when I have to put my uh, my cigar on the ashtray and it's covered yeah. in ash. Maybe it's yeah, windy or it's a public ashtray. Um, and then I use a lot mine a lot if I'm going over like a friend's house, like you know their outdoor barn or whatever. There's not really a place for me to set my cigar, and I'm probably yeah. ashing in like a beer can. Throw yeah, it there, there. It does its job. Well, it's good to have fire in a barn too, so that it's always nice outside the barn. Thank you. I like it. It's it's sturdy. It's beefy, and I always like I rub my finger on the little groove, which sounds really weird, but mm-hmm. super smooth and it's fun. Yeah. So and keeps your cigar and know, it's got a little weird. felt bottom. So I don't know. We have these on the site if anyone wants to pick one up. It's uh, a nifty little. I tool. keep mine. Shove it in my case. It's there all the time. Travel with my yeah. case, you know. Or I, if you're golfing, I know you can get like clips to clip to your yeah. uh, golf cart. Set this bad boy down while you're taking your 350 uh, yard drive. Yeah, I do 410, but yeah. Damn, son. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Damn, son. You under Tiger or something? No. I've been approached, but. Uh, I mean, could you imagine no. ripping 410 off the tee? I don't even know what the, like, what's, what's the average? 300s. I think okay. Tiger in his peak was hitting like high 300s. Yeah. So you'd be you'd be the you'd be the long drive. I'd be lucky if I made contact with the damn ball. I'm hell. I'm good at freaking mini putt though. I'll tell you that much. Really? Oh yeah. You're like you're a big putt putt guy. Got a hole in one the other day when we went out on uh, date date night. Oh, that's it. Are you a do you like those crazy putt-putt courses where the damn windmills picking your I ball do. up and throwing it? I do. It? This one didn't have any crazy things. It was just hard. There was holes on, like, hills, so you had to continue to hit it up. And oh, fuck. I get there so was three, frustrated. There were three courses, and I picked, we picked the second one. It was me, Meg, and my brother and my sister-in-law. And I'm like, hopefully this isn't, like, you know, one to three, three being the hardest, because this, this mm-hmm. course is hard. Everything was a par three or par – yeah, I was – hell, they might have been par – no, I think they were par twos. Hmm. No, they had to have been threes. And we were all Fucking doing like insane. five and six. I mean, my brother was obviously the best out of the group, but uh, we all got a hole in one somewhere in the course, which was cool. But um, yeah, I like when it goes through tubes and comes out the other tubes yeah. and happy go mort style. We have, um, we have a bar that has a, like a nine putt or nine hole course. And then we're getting a new one that's going to be like an arcade and a putt putt. Oh, There's nice. nothing that makes me more angry than the holes that go up. On both are all around it, and then it has to like sink in. So if yeah. you don't fucking hit it perfectly, you're going over or it's rolling yeah. back down, yeah. back to the start. Yeah, no. Yeah, the, the one we we used in um, when we were up in we lived in Maryland. We'd fly down and see my grandparents in Pensacola, and we, when we lived in Pensacola, we'd go out there at Orange Beach, kind of a touristy area, and um, they had you know three or four holes, and and then you know. At the bottom, there were three or four. Sometimes they would shoot out in the opposite corner. Sometimes they would shoot out directly yeah. in the hole. There's one that's As good. a kid, I'm like, oh, this is freaking awesome. Yep, yep. Yeah, those are – you always like – before you putt, you go look, yeah. see which hole you want to yes. hit in, see where exactly. it comes out at. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Did you – was your uh, hole in one the 18th? Did you win a free round? No, they didn't do that. The 18th is always the one that takes your ball. You know, it gets yeah, pushed yeah. into a cabinet or whatever. But this was on like – seven or six or i don't know but meg got two i said two or three i'm like shoot damn uh she, she sure had a rough. drive and she'll hit the tour 
She was pretty rough the whole time, but she got more than me. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it. We lost, but um, yeah, it was fun. So I kind of wish that you started on the, the mild side with me because it's now like I can I can tell. Um, so I'm maybe. wondering if maybe the fool just kind of your expectations for the fullness was maybe a little too much. And then, yeah. And, and it's kind of just drowning out as you transition into that uh, more mild side. But uh, yeah, all, no creaminess. It's now starting to be more leather, more yeah. of that jerky that you were looking for. Yeah. What I normally associate with the full, I'm not getting spice, but I'm getting notes that I typically associate with more full bodied cigars or full flavored cigars. This has not changed whatsoever, unfortunately. Um, so, I don't know. But, I mean, also, not every cigar is for everyone. So, there's no. nothing wrong with that as well. Um, this was great. This was fun. I've been holding on yeah. this literally for almost a year now since PCA in yeah. June. So, uh, with this actual podcast in mind, we've been waiting for these to officially get launched so we could smoke this and, and do this podcast. So, I'm glad to uh, to finally get to experience this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unique. I'm gonna I'm gonna call it an experiment because I think that's <clears throat> I think that's probably I don't want to call it unique or gimmicky. I think those are yeah. a disservice to what it is. Uh, but this was fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, so stay tuned. Uh, some of you will be having these in your March box. Can't believe it's March. Um, and then if we do have any extras, we'll be sure to throw them up on the vault uh, so you can experience it if you want to get more of them or if you had any chance to smoke it yet. And then uh, we'll select a winner from below and get you a three-pack out as well. Sounds good. Well, all right. Griff, any parting wisdom for the people that tune in for your wisdom? No one tunes in for my wisdom. I have zero wisdom. But uh, if you smoke this cigar while you're watching this, let us know. And if you light up the full end, curious if you think it's a full-bodied cigar, kind of get your thoughts on it. Um, there it is. Nonetheless. That's great. Great wisdom. Well, uh, enjoy everyone. Until next time, happy smoking. Cheers.